season and the new players and what this mm-hmm. team is going to look like. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really have to do that. You and I, eh, not so much. Don't have to. Right. I mean, I know who's on the roster. I know who's coming right. in. And I'll just tuck that away, and we'll get into the weeds come, what, October, yeah, November? Yeah, sure. Right. But uh, between now and then, we are riding the wave. <laughs> oh, man, it's great. Isn't it great? Wasn't yeah. it? Uh, now, you uh, you sort of set up uh, semi-permanent residence in Indianapolis, didn't you? I did. <laughs> uh, I was there for, well, what, we made three consecutive trips. Yeah. Weekend, weekend, weekend. And then I have a dear friend who's been to every Indianapolis 500 for literally the last 56 years. <laughs> and he said, we're going. Yeah. I said, let's go. <laughs> I've had such good luck in Indianapolis. I want to go back. And we went back and I watched the Indy 500. It Very was really cool. cool. And was able to go downtown, walk the same paths that we walked to and from the hotel back to Lucas. And uh, it really brought back some great memories, but I love me some Indianapolis. I know. <laughs> <laughs> me too. And you were there in December. I wasn't when Baylor was supposed to play Gonzaga the first time. Uh, uh, so you had that previous trip to Indianapolis also. We did. That was a good trip. It was, you know, we're very much in the pod. We're getting tested every day. We're walking around with raw noses. It was worth it. We played uh, Illinois Wednesday, I believe. The same night that West Virginia played Gonzaga, in fact, David Kay and I got to sneak in and watch that game, one of the few games we saw live other than a Baylor game, and then that set the stage for Saturday. Gonzaga wins handily. We won handily. Set to play Gonzaga Saturday. We were walking literally onto the bus, and one of the coaches grabs me and says, not so fast. <laughs> and we knew at that point we weren't going anywhere yeah, with it. And it yeah. turns out, though, really, John, that may have been a good thing. Yeah. I was going to ask you, don't you think, in retrospect, you didn't know it at the time, mm-hmm. you didn't know it until after April 5th, but that game, which was supposed to be December 5th, as you look back on it, mm-hmm. it really worked in Baylor's favor. It did. You know, Mark Few made a comment after the national championship game, you know, a week or so later, it was a publication out, an interview with him, and he said, I wish I had known what I was in for. Yeah. I yeah. wish we had known what we were in for. Yeah. You just, you know, the example I give, is back in the day, I was assigned to guard uh, Sidney Moncrief. Assigned to guard Sidney <laughs> Moncrief. And I cannot Thanks, tell Howard. you how much, I was going to say video, <laughs> film, yeah. tape, reel to reel, I watched to get ready for Sidney Moncrief. Well, when you play Sidney Moncrief, you get on the floor with him, body on body, yeah. that film doesn't help you a whole lot. <laughs> it just doesn't. And that, I think, is the analogy. You can't duplicate, you can't appreciate Baylor's level of physicality, speed, quickness, tenacity, all that stuff that made them special. You, you really don't see that on film. Pat, take us back to uh, during the COVID time when, mm-hmm. when, when they had the shutdown. And I don't know if you've had COVID, but uh, I certainly have. Mm-hmm. And, and, and coming back, even after you're well, and coming back and trying to regain your strength and your energy, the fact that they were able to go on the floor and win basketball, the fact that they were able to go on the floor and, and play at a high level was just absolutely amazing. It was amazing. <clears throat> we had, excuse me, my wife and I both had it, and it lingers. I mean, it hits you pretty hard, and then it stays around for a while, and you feel it for weeks after the fact, and I'm probably preaching to the choir. I know a number of listeners have had it as well. But that was the question, J-Mo, really, mm-hmm. is, and you and I talked about how um, well, the question was, could they get it back? Because that last game before the COVID pause, Texas in Austin, 
um, was a statement. That's number six, I think it was, against number four, whatever the rankings were, maybe number two, Baylor. But went down there and just whipped them. And I thought this, I mean, I, I had an inkling of that, but that's the point where I went, ooh, this team is special. And so we hit the pause, and then you begin to think, can they get it back? Because where they were physically was dominant. And that was the question. And then and you could tell after the break they came back, struggled against a poor Iowa State team, got manhandled at Kansas, which was not Baylor. It just mm-hmm. wasn't. Um, slowly, but actually a little quicker than we thought they would, they got back. And when they got back, it was Katie Bar the door. And, and because of scheduling, they had to play a lot of games coming back. And then they weren't able to get much work in as far as a practice schedule is concerned. And just getting their legs back under them, it was it was amazing to see how how they were able to to, to keep that thing going and keep yeah. that thing together through that run. It's a great point, Tom. It's it maybe a blessing in disguise, mm-hmm. and the Oklahoma State loss may have been a blessing in disguise because they had not practiced much, mm. and they were able to get back to fundamentals. And in fact, staying in Indianapolis for thirty days was a blessing. They didn't have to travel. They didn't lose practice time due to travel time. They were able to get back to fundamentals. They got healthy. They got back to what got them to where they were number one, number two in the country. And looking back, I think that helped them immensely. Uh, They did get back to fundamentals. They got back to defense. They went from, like, the number two or three ranked defense in the country down to 34 or 35, and then they were able to leapfrog it back up. That, in my mind, was what separated Baylor from everybody else. Offensively, off the charts. Defensively, best defensive basketball team I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Pat Nunley, our special guest in the studio. We're, we're just reminiscing about the national championship season and lots to talk about. And plus, gives you and I a chance to see each other in yeah. July when we might, <laughs> might not. So we appreciate it. Uh, like we said about not playing Gonzaga in December, mm-hmm. that sort of worked in Baylor's favor mm-hmm. when Baylor jumped them and punched them in the mouth in the national championship game. The three-week layoff was tough to come back from. But in retrospect, maybe that helped Baylor as well because these guys were full speed in the postseason. They were. And I think a lot of the credit for that, John, goes to guys like Charlie Melton, um, others in the program, the support people who were making sure those guys were doing what they needed to do to stay healthy. I think the NCAA gets a high five for having been able to pull all this off. But the three we and you know John think about it too. This wasn't contact tracing. Yeah, I mean we had the bug. Yeah, we yeah. had COVID, and it had spread through the program. And so it's not just be careful; it is get healthy. And so that three weeks was was a big question mark for everybody. I think even for the coaches, and they just stayed the course and were able to get it back. And thank goodness. It happened when it did. Mm-hmm, if that mm-hmm, happens, right. John, a month later, three yeah. weeks later, we might not even be playing. You're dead in the water. Dead yeah. in the water. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Tell everybody, I've talked about it before, but from your perspective for you and I, this was really a different year because normally we're with the uh, team, with the coaches, we tra- uh, travel with them, we have meals with them. There was none of that for us this year. Yeah, and I miss that. Yeah, me and, too. And to me, John, and, I, and you get the benefit of this too, the ability to sit in a scouting session and not that we're giving away inside scoop when we're on the air, 
but listen, I can spend five minutes with a coach. I don't care which one. And, and I know all I need to know to do the broadcast. Now, I mean, we need stats and we need all that great information that David Kay feeds us. But the insight and the perspective and, and having a view of the game that's from the lens of a coach, I don't bring that. I've never coached. I don't know that. But when you get that level of insight, you and I aren't guessing as much as I felt like we were guessing mm-hmm, this year. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were educated guesses mm-hmm. and we knew the program and we knew the team. But, man, did I miss that skull session kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And Chapel. We miss Chapel oh, with do. the team, which is great. I mean, to, to let everybody know when we travel with the team or what the team does on a game day, they've got Chapel, Scout, Eat. eat. <laughs> We're going to make T-shirts, uh, Tom, that say that at some point. But, but to be a part of the team chapels, it's usually an assistant coach that leads that. It's tremendous. And you and I, unfortunately, missed out on that this year, yeah, too. Yeah, I did miss that. That's yeah. motivational. Um, there's such a great community inside the program around that. And, you know, it's a, it's a coach leading the, the devotional and it's with PowerPoint. They've got video. These guys work at mm-hmm. it. And the, the thing that always impressed me the most about that, John, is they don't get paid to do that. It's not in their job description, yeah. but it's just who they are. It's the culture. It's Jesus, others, you. And if we're going to live that out, then it's the, those kind of things that really give life to the culture that they preach. Yeah. Boy, it's amazing. Can you stay with us through a break? Oh, you bet. Appreciate it. All right. Pat Nunley is here. We're going to keep him for a while. We'll take a break. We're off and running on this Wednesday afternoon. John Morris, Tom Barfield, Pat Nunley in studio. We're brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. John Morris's Big 12 football previews. Weekdays here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. The Spectrum Big 12 football previews. Presented by State Farm agents Bob Anderson, Bart Romig, and Mike McKenzie. George's Restaurant and Catering. And Spectrum. Weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive through and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple Margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos and Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life. 
Member FDIC. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Wines with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. The Bucks' 50-year wait for a championship ends as Giannis drops 50, and the Bucks beat the Suns 105 to 98 to win the NBA championship for the first time since 1971. Giannis is the MVP of the series. Alabama football coach Nick Saban hasn't officially named Bryce Young as the Crimson Tide starting quarterback yet. Saban says Young is already approaching 1 million in endorsement deals. The Olympics are underway with softball returning for the first time since 2008 to the games. USA beat Italy 2-0 last night. Astros go for the sweep of the Indians tonight. First pitch at 7-10. The Rangers finally score a run, but it's not enough, and the Tigers hand them their seventh loss in a row. Rangers and Tigers again tonight. First pitch at 6-10, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Two seconds to go. Bridges shot, no good. And the Bears have won over West Virginia. The Bears win it in overtime over the Mountaineers, 94-89. The Bears clinch a share of the Big 12 Conference Championship. Unbelievable, John. We saw it all on display today. Experience, toughness, savvy competitive nature and just the ability to persevere this is a team john that took three weeks off and their last outing looked really really bad today they put it all together and i'm we're watching them celebrate and i'm telling you i'm getting a little emotional now back to the voice of the national championship baylor bears john morris Another highlight cut, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. That was in March when Baylor won the Big 12 championship. Uh, Pat Nunley and I, and Pat is in studio with us today. And, uh, Pat, I want to go back to that game. Mm. I uh, We had the Big 12 football media days last week, and all mm. the guys, I mean, everybody was coming up. For, they said, let me see that ring. Let me see that ring. <laughs> and I said, I think it's coming. But just talking about it in very, very uh, genuine, and their congratulations to us and and Baylor, but I said I, I Pat and I were more emotional yeah. w- with that West Virginia win when Baylor clinched the Big Twelve championship, even than the national championship game. Do you agree with that? I do, I do. You know, I I never realized how emotionally attached I was to Baylor basketball, but the time that you and I have spent alongside the program, you know, if you don't get emotionally attached, maybe something's wrong yeah. with you. But yes, I I thought 
at the time, not knowing we were going to win a national championship, I thought that was the big one because we'd come close, we'd challenged, we'd sniffed it, and just weren't ever able to do it. And I don't know that I saw it coming that night mm-hmm. because we still were not anywhere close to 100%. But to go on the road against a really good West Virginia team and to win at 75%, if that, in overtime, <laughs> making play after play, going down by seven or eight late, and then to win the thing. And you and I looked at each other and went, we're the Big 12 championships. Yeah. yeah. Uh, champions. So it, it was extremely emotional. And I think it's because I don't know that I saw it coming that night at that moment. And we were at McLean Stadium. Yeah, and that was one of two games that we did remotely this year. Another one you missed because you had COVID mm-hmm. uh, or were you know just quarantined at home. But we did two remotely, and that was one of them. So we weren't with the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in, in some ways, I mean, I would have loved to have been with them. But in some ways, it, it almost makes it a little more memorable, yeah. <laughs> doesn't it? Because we had to do that game remotely from so far away. Yeah. I'll, I'll always hold that room in a very special place in my heart. <laughs> I may right. never go back in there, but I got a picture of it. I took a picture of the screen, yep. you and I, the <laughs> studio, and I'll, I'll just never forget it. And it was pretty cool, too, because we didn't, uh, we didn't lose a whole lot, what I thought we would lose, mm-hmm. doing the game remotely. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think, honestly, it was because you were there with me and we were experiencing it together. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and that's another part of it. I'm glad, uh, you know, you didn't miss that game. or we, You know, I'm glad we could do it together. Yeah. That made it even more special. Uh, Pat, for you, you, you talked about Sidney Moncrief. You talked about mm-hmm. Southwest Conference. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it fun along the way that we played Arkansas and Houston, a couple of former Southwest Conference schools, on the way to the national championship. It really was, and those were two really good teams. Yeah. Really good teams. It's kind of funny because I don't know that the players know who Sidney Moncrief or Ron Brewer or <laughs> Marvin Delph. Well, they have no idea who those guys are. They might they might think back to Five Slam and Jamma, yeah. but those were different days. But it was nice from where you and I sat to be able to bring that old-school perspective to those games. But really, really good teams, and it was fun to see them when the stakes were so high. Um, it was fun to beat Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston was, well, it was Final Four for sure. Yeah. And then they were legitimately, statistically proven one of the top two or three defenses in the country. And for Baylor to do to them offensively what they did was stunning in my mind. What is, this may not be a fair question, but what is, is there one moment that you will carry with you uh, for the rest of your life about the national championship run? Um, you know, there was a play, you might remember this, with about, I'm going to say 12 minutes left. Gonzaga had cut the lead, you would expect him to, got it to nine, and everybody's starting to go, here they come. Mm-hmm. And on the Gonzaga end, um, they make a drive to the basket. Vital blocks it. Flagler retrieves it up the floor to Butler. Butler catches it and delays a little bit. Flagler fills the right side of the lane, kicks it over to Flagler, catch and shoot three. Game over. <laughs> that yep. was the beginning of a nine-two run. We we I think we were up thirteen. We were up thirteen at the time, maybe. But it was close, and they were making a run. No, that, I, they had gone on a 9-0 run yeah. or something like that. Anyway, that three, 
game over. Yeah. And that's the that's the point where I went, well, son of a gun, we're going to win a national <laughs> championship. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I remember the play very distinctly. That was yeah. it. They got to nine, and then all of a sudden it was back at 16. That's what it was. Just like that. That's what and it was. And you, you had handled, you know, you had handled their run, and then you were right back up. That yeah. was huge. Yeah, and I remember Bill Raftery on the TV broadcast going, killer, killer. <laughs> I thought, that's it. That's fun. Yeah. Wasn't it fun to uh, to cross paths with Bill Raftery? We had him on our extended pregame show, both games in the Final Four. Wasn't that fun? Wasn't that fun? And what a cool guy. <laughs> He's great. He wouldn't He wouldn't walk away. And, and we were, yeah. you know, who was it, John, the head guy? At CBS Sports, is yeah, tapping Sean on McManus. His yeah, that's right. Yeah, John and I are talking to him, just interviewing him, and he's sitting there, comfy, <laughs> and having a nice chit chat with us. And the head guy at CBS is tapping him on the shoulder, going, "Like we got to go. Yeah, yeah, we got to hey, broadcast." Hey, remember CBS over here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was fun. All right, I don't want you to get out of here without uh, telling how special it was to have so many former players. Yeah. Number one, plugged in and texting you, you know, about, you know, during this run. Mm -hmm. And then the celebration, the parade downtown, and all of you guys uh, were in the parade. How great was that? Unbelievable, really. It, it we, we were all overdue for a reunion, and this just got it done. Um, you know, the, the, after the parade, uh, I joined six or seven of my teammates for dinner. We haven't done that in, I, don't, I can't even tell you how long. Terry Teagle, Charlie Jackson, Joe Copeland, Chuck Lincoln, Chuck Stanley, et cetera. And it was just a gift from Baylor basketball, really, to do that. But it wasn't just uh, the Curtis Geralds and the Epe Udos and, and the Teagles. It was everybody, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. everybody that had a hand in it. And it was heartwarming to see everybody come back to get a piece of this. And... Scott and the program, as is usually the case, did an unbelievable job to make sure we understood we belonged and that we were welcomed back. Not only welcomed back, but he wanted us back. Yeah. And he was making sure that we were getting everybody back in. And so it was phenomenal. I, you know, after the national championship, you're thinking, can this get any better? <laughs> yeah. It got a little better. <laughs> it got better. And and Coach Drew, I mean, that's a, that's a snapshot of what a great person he is. Mm -hmm. You know, you could see him including uh, all his former players and wanting them to be a part of it. But he extended it back to anyone that's been a part of the program. And I, I just thought that was so great of Coach Drew. It was phenomenal. Yeah. And they all felt it. They Every single one of them felt um, the, the strong desire from the program to get them back and to get them engaged with the team. And so it was, it was terrific. Tell, uh, tell Tom, tell everybody listening about our man Andre in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, you're going to like this. Well, Andre's a colleague of mine. And he, uh, born and raised Chicago, actually went to school at the University of Texas, but he and I worked together very closely. And Andre has listened to every single broadcast, <laughs> certainly this year, maybe over the last couple of yeah. years since he and I started working together. And there's no bigger Baylor basketball fan than Andre. Well, he tells me he's going to a wedding <laughs> Where was it, John? It was somewhere in Texas. Yeah, I don't remember where it was. But it was uh, his cousin is marrying a former Baylor track athlete. Can't remember the name as we speak. But anyway, he says, hey, give him a shout out. 
And so uh, we're in the shout-out business. So, of course, we're going to do that. So the, the wedding and the reception and everything is happening at the time we're playing. It may have been Texas. So they're all interested in a lot of Baylor fans, a lot of Texas fans, and they're all interested in the game. And all of a sudden, here comes J-Mo with a shout-out to Andre Lerman. And he's over in the corner drinking punch, and everybody's looking at Andre going, "How like this Jewish guy from Chicago, how in the world did you get – I mean, yeah. did you make that happen? And he's going, I know those guys. Uh, <laughs> They're, they're my friends. Great. They're my buddies. That's Andre. But he listens every game. Every game. I mean, he can he can uh, almost quote everything we say. I mean, he the does. high point certainly. And uh, isn't that fun? I mean, that's that's the beauty of either TuneIn or satellite radio that he can listen to every game. So let me tell you this: this is how closely he listens. <laughs> so we're on a call with a guy in in another <laughs> office in our firm in L.A. or something, and we'd done something well somehow. And the guy said, thank you, thank you for your help on this. And Andre said, Joe, everything we do, we do for you. (laughs) Isn't that great? That's Andre. Oh, Andre. Man, that is great. That is great. All right, final question, uh, Pat, for you. Uh, I keep feeling and I keep getting these things that happen in hearing from people that really speak to the magnitude of what this is for Baylor basketball to win a national championship. I mean, I think we knew it. We felt it at the time, certainly. You and I have done games for a long time, and you know this is the pinnacle there on the court. But I still keep getting these things that really point out how big an accomplishment that is have you felt that? Any any examples of that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, John, I made this comment the other day to somebody. I think it changes everything. Mm. Everything. Everything is different now. Everything. Um, and the guy that I said that to, well, like, give me an example. I don't know this, but I suspect that the guys that we are turning down, the, the recruits, the players, are the guys that we were after eight years ago, mm. seven years ago, whatever yeah. the number is. And, and I think we've got players coming to us. Now, obviously, Coach Tang and, and uh, Coach Drew, the staff, could speak to that better than I can. But it's now we're going to the battle for Atlantis in November. We're the marquee team. Yeah. We're the team. How about that? Yeah. Uh, I, I think it just changes everything. I'm I, in a firm that's gigantic, and we're nationwide, and we're doing WebEx and Zoom all the time. And everybody wants to talk about Baylor basketball. Hmm. Everybody. And that just didn't happen uh, this time a year ago, two yeah. years ago. So, and, and we could go on and on, but it's just a di- right now we are the pinnacle of college basketball. Yeah. We just are. Gosh, isn't that great? Yeah. And, and uh, also genuine, too. You know, with Coach mm-hmm. Drew, it's not a house of cards. You know, this program mm-hmm. is built to last, and mm-hmm. he's built it the right way and runs it the right way and the culture of joy and all of that. Yeah. That just makes it that much more special. It does. It's it's the good guys can win big. Mm. It really is. They are good guys. Now they are nasty on the floor, <laughs> but they are good guys. They're good people. They they in the culture you have to be a good person. You have to be a good teammate, great teammate, and and so that's all cultural. But it's just nice to see really good guys winning really big. 
Hey, thanks for coming. Good my to see pleasure. you. Yeah, yeah great pleasure. to see you. I great appreciate to talk it. hoops in July. I know, isn't it great? Yeah. It is fun. Uh, we're just going to keep riding that wave as long as we can. So appreciate you. And I know I hear from so many people how much they appreciate you and your work. Yeah. And 40 years, uh, he just finished his 40th year doing the Baylor broadcast. And, Pat, we have seen the good. Ooh. We have seen the bad. We have seen the ugly. And now we've seen a national championship. You know, we have seen it (laughs) all. That is like another four hours, and we're not going there, but we have seen it all. That could be a week of shows, I think, talking about all of that. Appreciate it. Great to see you. My pleasure. All right. Pat Nunley, uh, our color analyst for Baylor basketball, the national champions, with us here in studio. Take a break. When we come back, we'll continue our series of Baylor Olympians. Today we'll hear from Brittany Griner, uh, part of that 40-0 national championship, Baylor women's basketball team, now a Team USA Olympian. Jerry Hill and I visited with Brittany, and we'll have that when we come back. Glad you're with us, John Morris, and we're in the Allen Samuels Studios, brought to you in part by Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business at allensamuelsdcj.com. High fly, deep right center field, Taylor turning to look, it's gone. Texas Rangers baseball on ESPN Central Texas. Here's a swing and there's a drive the opposite way to deep left. Kemp is going back, he looks and that ball is history. Follow the Texas Rangers all season long on your home for Texas Rangers baseball, ESPN Central Texas. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Any and all residential electrical needs, they provide at BP Services. Contact them to receive a free estimate for all your home's electrical needs, adding plugs, switches, LED lighting, fans, even generator installs for your home. That's BP Services of Waco. Your need is our priority. 292-8908. Your need is our priority. 292-8908. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all of the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. 
you had a dream to open your own business, put in the long hours of development, gathering resources, and finally opening your doors to the public. Don't forget the marketing part of your business plan. M&M Broadcasters have an experienced staff of marketing professionals who have helped countless businesses succeed in Central Texas, and they're ready to help you today. Call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930 or email to info at mmbwaco.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today with a 20% chance of an afternoon shower. Highs top out at 91 degrees. Mostly clear skies tonight. We drop to 71 and partly to mostly sunny tomorrow. It's going to be a humid day with a 20% chance of rain and a high of 94. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, treat to have Pat Nunley in studio with us today. And we do want to continue our series of visits with Baylor Olympians. There are six that will be competing in the Olympics this year in Tokyo that uh, that are from Baylor, have Baylor ties. One of those certainly with Team USA, Baylor women's basketball, is Brittany Griner, part of the undefeated 40-0 national championship team for the Lady Bears. And here is our visit. It's Jerry Hill and I with Brittany Griner. I guess first off, uh, I had seen, some, I'd seen a story where um, – that first time around, you weren't very confident. You were kind of letting everybody. Do you feel like maybe you can be more assertive, that you can be more yourself this time around? Definitely. Uh, that first time, I was just a kid with big eyes, honestly. It was kind of, I mean, it's the Olympics. You know, it's the highest level that of basketball you can get, you know, um, or any sport. And it was just, uh, you know, I didn't have everybody in front of me, you know, Sil, Sue, D, uh, Candace. It was just so many people where I was just like, okay, I just want to follow and like do what they're doing. But now I definitely feel like I'm in a place comfortable in my game and my craft where like, I want to be more, more aggressive, more assertive. Um, and really contribute more and help help our team. You, were there maybe a lot of nerves that first time around too? I mean, you're pretty young. I mean, I'm not saying you're old now, but I mean, you were very young then. <laughs> I said you're not old, but was there some nerves? Was there you know a little bit of that going in that first time? Oh, it was definitely some nerves. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and say I was rock hard, not nervous at all. No, I, it was definitely some nerves. Um, but now it's—I feel like I know what to expect. I know how it's gonna go. Um, I know what I need to do. And you know, when you're prepared, it's—it's it's like putting on your shoe. You know, you've done it so many times. You know what to do now. And um, after so many camps, then done two worlds, the Turkey and then Spain, then Rio. So now I feel like I'm really adjusted, ready to, to push past that and have no nerves. John, are you where we can hear you yet or? I think so. Can you hear me now? Yes. Oh, yeah. My bad. Hey, Brittany, how you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Good. Very good. It's good to see you. 
So you talk about you've had a lot of experience international and otherwise, but is the Olympics just kind of a, a ratchet up from there, a step up from there? Oh, definitely. I mean, it's the best of the best. Uh, and then, you know, wearing that that jersey with USA uh, across my chest, you know, we have a big target on our back. You know, people people get up to just come close to trying to beat us, you know, like just scoring on, on us. And you can see the reaction, you know, in the from the crowd and from the players, you know, that everybody gets up to play against USA. So you're going to get the best of the best and the best shot from every single team and every single player. So it, it definitely is uh, the top tier of, uh, of basketball. It helps you be prepared, doesn't it? I mean, you know you're going to get their best shot. You better be prepared. Oh, yeah. Like when we went 40 and 0, you know, we knew we were <laughs> – and get the best shot from everybody. Everybody wanted to, to snap that record. Brittany, uh, growing up, I mean, obviously the WNBA was maybe a dream, a goal, but was the Olympics always something you thought about or was that more recent? No, um, honestly, I never thought <laughs> I would uh, be at the Olympics, you know, growing up. Um, you know, and growing up, I, I thought I was going to go – you know, being the X Games, you know, I was all into the skateboarding and the, the BMX stuff. So, uh, I mean, if you would have asked me back then, seven-year-old BG, I probably would have said, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to X Games and get, and get gold there and, you know, on the half pipe or something. Like, uh, <laughs> Olympics was, was never in my mind back then. You have any early memories of watching the Olympics? Anything stand out? Oh, yeah, I remember like our house. We watched we we watched swimming. That was a big one. We all watched, and me not knowing how to swim, I was always in awe. You know, we always uh, we watched just about everything as a family. So like I knew the Olympics, and you know it was a big thing. Um, but it's, I never really saw myself there. Uh, not until you know later on in basketball, and then I was like, okay, like I want to get to that level. Brittany, what was last year like for you, you know, when everything shut down and, and I don't remember if you wound up going overseas later, but how difficult was that year just getting no, through? No, you know, I'm happy for him that he got drafted in the no, first round. It was round. a tough year. It was just so much going on. Um, no, you know, I'm happy for him that he got drafted well. in the first round. Uh, uh, you know, isolation. <laughs> it's something that I've, I've had to work on. And last year, uh, it's no secret, I definitely reached out, used counseling, um, did there at Baylor too a couple of times uh, and it really helped me out with coping and you know having little tools where I know like okay I need to check in right now like and it helped me prepare for now you know going over there no fans no loved ones no guests can come but I feel I feel good like I feel like I have a good support system and tools where I'm gonna be I'm, I'm gonna be good the whole way through. With no fans, uh, what do y'all do to combat that? I mean, you got to create your own energy, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We we always create our energy. And, you know, our bench, uh, the USA bench is always, uh, you know, you're going to we're going to hear each other from the bench. And we feed that. We feed off of that. Even on the court, you know, just how we we're always helping somebody or high five in, cheering on uh, you. Really, it really entices you to to do more, and you know we know we have so many people back at home that's going to be cheering us on and rooting us on. So uh, we have a lot to to live up to. Brittany, you kind of talked about it a little bit, but just putting on the red, white, and blue, putting on USA. What is what does that mean for you? 
For me, it means everything. My dad serves military, Marines, um, Vietnam 68, 69. Uh, and I always wanted to call, kind of follow, follow his footsteps when I was younger. I thought I was going to go into law enforcement as well or maybe enlist. So um, that didn't really happen. You know, basketball was my calling. And so now to be able to put on USA and represent my country in that way, uh, it means everything to me. It means everything to my dad and, and our family. I know that because uh, uh, she said something about it. I think Nikki Collin reached out to you when she was hired here. What are your thoughts about her? I didn't know if you knew much about her. Obviously, she was with the dream. But what, what do you think about her coming to Baylor? I think she's amazing. Uh, I think she she's really going to get the girls going. It's going to, um, you know, she just brings a little different style. Uh, than Kim and I, I love Nikki. I always like playing against her. Uh, she was always amazing, and uh, I can't wait to come out and see her. And hopefully, I can catch a game or something before I go over over to Russia. I really want to get down there. So that's where you're going after the WNBA season to Russia. Yes, sir. Going back okay. to Russia, same team. Very cool. All right, that is uh, Brittany Griner discussion with. Jerry Hill and I, Brittany Griner, one of the six Baylor Olympians in Tokyo to compete in the Olympics. Be fun to watch her and uh, and Team USA. And I just noticed this morning that one of the two uh, flag bearers for the USA in the opening ceremonies is Sue Bird from that Baylor women's basketball, uh, not Baylor, from the USA women's basketball team. So nice, uh, nice uh, recognition there for women's basketball. Absolutely. How about that? Very nice. All right. That continues. Uh, we'll continue our visits with uh, Baylor Olympians tomorrow. Casey Lightfoot will be with us tomorrow, the pole vaulter out of Baylor and representing the USA on uh, Team USA track and field. Take a break here. Back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats, making memories since 1983. We're back in a moment on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris's Big 12 football previews. Weekdays here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. The Spectrum Big 12 football previews. Presented by State Farm agents Bob Anderson, Bart Rowan, and Mike McKenzie. George's Restaurant and Catering. And Spectrum. Weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Bucks' 50-year wait for a championship ends as Giannis drops 50 and the Bucks beat the Suns 105-98 to win the NBA championship for the first time since 1971. Giannis is the MVP of the series. Alabama football coach Nick Saban hasn't officially named Bryce Young as the Crimson Tide starting quarterback, yet Saban says Young is already approaching $1 million in endorsement deals. The Olympics are underway with softball returning for the first time since 2008 to the games. USA beat Italy 2-0 last night. Astros go for the sweep of the Indians tonight, first pitch at 7-10. The Rangers finally score a run, but it's not enough, and the Tigers hand them their seventh loss in a row. Rangers and Tigers again tonight, first pitch at 6-10, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on this Wednesday afternoon, brought to you in part by the Greenup Agency. Let your local farmer's insurance agent, David Greenup, put his experience to work for you. Greenup Agency proudly supports greater Waco families and businesses. Get smarter about your insurance. Greenup Farmer's Insurance Agency. Reach them at 254 855 89. Fun to uh, hear from Brittany Griner. Fun, fun to visit with Pat Nunley, uh, reminiscing. And I mean, we really could, I mean, we could have filled the entire hour. We could have filled a week, I think, uh, just reminiscing with Pat. And he is just such a great uh, person, a great representative for Baylor and Baylor basketball. And I'm telling you, he and I were both just loving every second of this season. I, yeah, I was kind of hoping that I had a, a, a drink and some popcorn. I can just get in the corner and listen to you guys <laughs> reminisce and, 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 and relive that, that basketball season. I mean, uh, it, look, they're going to compete at a high level for a long time. And he, as he said, he said, this, t- this thing is built to, to sustain. But you, you, as you know, you got to be good. You got to be lucky. There's a lot of things got to fall into place for you to win a championship. And so this is this is one of those memories that you guys will. And if they win five more, the first one will be an incredibly yeah. special one. So kind of cool just to sit back and and hear you guys talk about it uh, several months after the fact. Yeah, that was fun. Appreciate Pat very much. Let me mention some birthdays today, mm-hmm. and uh, it's David Saltzman's birthday. David is down in the Houston area, broadcaster there, does a lot of things. Carol Cortez, uh, Carol and I were in school at Baylor together. Uh, it's Carol's birthday today. Uh, John Elizondo, formerly here in Waco. Uh, is he still in San Antonio? Yeah, he's at uh, San Antonio doing TV down there. Happy birthday to John today thomas leith's birthday today and virginia ellis's birthday today virginia is the director of the baylor women's network uh does great work there with the baylor women's network part of baylor uh, alumni engagement happy birthday virginia ellis uh let me check one other list to make sure i'm not leaving anybody out on this day and i am uh happy birthday no that's tomorrow uh nobody else to add here uh today there's some others on that other list for tomorrow tom anybody to add birthday wise today 
No, but I, I would tell you this: the late Dave Emily would have been seventy-three. Ah, uh, Dave Emily, New what Sonk a, of the Brass. Absolutely, yeah. what a phenomenal gentleman. Love that guy. Absolutely, what a great guy. Absolutely. Yep, yep. Miss him. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for that. Uh, Matt Mosley is coming up next, top of the hour, and then Tom, you're back, or maybe you're still here. Maybe you're here <laughs> the rest of the day. Uh, what do you have lined up later today? Uh, we got a lot of stuff. Uh, we're going to talk to the head football coach of the Temple Wildcats. We're going to get to some audio from the uh, State of the Union address from the Cowboys. They uh, open up camp in Oxnard. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, Nikki's going to be with us uh, on the program. And uh, let's see. That's uh, Nikki Laterulo. Laterulo, From yep. Channel 6. From okay. KCEN, the Tower of Power, as Butch would say. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we'll get to that. Uh, who else do we, we got... Uh, Oh, uh, Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine will be with us. You know, they just wrapped up uh, coaching school, and so we'll talk to Greg about coaching school. You go from nothing to, uh, you know, I think there was – 14,000 or something yeah. crazy. It was It was, you know, so Isn't pretty cool. Wild? Pretty cool. 14,000 were there. Yep, to get them back in and get them going. So we'll talk to Greg about that and just uh, kind of get through it. And then we got Ranger Baseball. By the way, they scored a run last they night. They did. How That's about like that? won a game. Huh? We got that highlight <laughs> for the program today. Uh, and you may want to set your recorders because you never know if they're going to do it again. <laughs> Man, that was a stretch where they just couldn't even, not, not, even, not close to winning, mm-hmm. but hardly mm-hmm. close to scoring a run. Well, and it was almost like giving up it felt like i mean and that's one of the things that we had talked about early on even though they were bad they were kind of fun to watch and fun to listen to and they played hard and then you come back off the all-star break and you're going hang on a second is this the same club yeah uh they just didn't have that that and, and their manager kind of addressed that with them uh before the game yesterday. I think he uh, he sent a message hmm. loud and clear yesterday. Came out with a win. Uh, and uh, so they get beat 4-1, to one, but they score a run. Oh, and they so, didn't win no, yesterday. No, they did not. Oh, okay. they got, so the, the, the uh, losing streak is at 7. Oh, gosh. I, you know what? I transposed the Reds, who were playing really well going mm-hmm. into the break. They were 0-4 in the second half. They won yesterday, so that's what I was thinking there of. There you so. go. But the Rangers still looking for a win. Yep, they're 0-7 uh, and 0-4 since the break. Yeah. yeah okay. That's, 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 not, that's not good. All right. All but right. we'll try again. At the, yes, the beauty of baseball. You get another chance the next day. Every day. Yep. Appreciate it, Tom. Thanks very much. Absolutely. Uh, thanks to Pat Nunley again for coming in. Great to visit with him. I, I, uh, I'm i sure you enjoy hearing from him, his perspective on uh, his role as the color analyst during the Baylor Basketball National Championship run. And it was Pat's uh, 40th season uh, since he stepped How off the court. about that? So he, he finished Baylor. He was starting law school, and Frank Fallon saw something in Pat and said, uh, I'd like for you to work with me on the broadcast. <laughs> and he, boy, was he right on that. So 40 years doing radio and none better than this one. So thanks to Pat. I uh, hope you enjoyed hearing from Brittany Griner as well, our Baylor Olympian series, which will continue tomorrow. Right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. This one belongs to the Baylor Bears. Recently on Game Time. Is it important to get a guy named early so you can kind of define your, your offensive football team around your starting quarterback? I think there is some merit to that, and we want to get the right person. And so whatever it takes to do that. So if it could be earlier, you know, in the fall camp piece, um, that'd be great. Game Time, weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. 
elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. For over 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple has been your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. 